The Dodgers haven't made Yoshinobu Yamamoto's deal official yet. Is there something in the wings or what are we waiting for? We'll discuss. There was a rumor that, or uncertified, but rumor nonetheless that the Dodgers may go after Shane Bieber and Emmanuel Classe from the Guardians in the trade. And what would we ask for if we had a number to give up in MLB? That's what's coming up. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. You are locked on Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, 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 Dodger fans, welcome to Locked On Dodgers. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked on, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. This is a daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. Find us wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube, simply by searching for Locked On Dodgers. And you can become an everydayer by listening or watching every day. We'd greatly appreciate it. And then you can make that easier by subscribing and getting notified when our episodes are ready. If there's your first time listening or watching, welcome. I am Vince Samperio, joined by my co-host, Jeff Snyder. We are both iPhone Dodger fans that have covered the team in a variety of ways over the years. In the press box, in the locker room, at Camelback Ranch, at Dodger Stadium, a lot of different things. And now we do it covering the team this in this daily podcast where we talk Dodgers news and give our thoughts and analysis and hopefully make you a better overall Dodger fan. And that's what we're here to do once again today. Jeff, uh, we're, you know, I was out yesterday and uh, now we're back and inching towards 2024. Yeah, we are almost there. Uh, feels like forever uh, with Christmas falling on a Monday this year. It was weird. Like my kids had school up through Thursday of last week and then they don't go back until January 8th. And so it's like, almost all of their Christmas break is after Christmas. And normally it's like you've got a week before and a week after. And so it's, it's weird as a parent to try to get used to, but uh, this new year is sneaking up on us uh, almost 2024, which means we are about to enter uh, the fourth season of the year, the season of January. And then the first season starts again and that's called baseball season. And uh, I spring training, I guess the first season. So I'm looking forward to it. We're probably what, seven weeks away from, pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training. So getting close uh, and uh, I'm getting excited for it. Yeah. You tell me it's not like your kids to get an extra week from all the LA kids I've known over here. So, uh, but yeah, we're not much in the news front. Uh, Jeff talked about a report yesterday that Yamamoto could be having a press conference on Wednesday. I would have bet against that at this point, it's Tuesday night at nine 30 and there hasn't been, any official announcement or a media advisory to attend the press conference. So I don't think it's happening. We'll talk about that in the next segment, but there was, I guess we can call it a rumor unverified, not from any of the, of the main ones, but it goes along a little with uh, something Jim Bowden mentioned last week about Emmanuel Classe from the guardians. This one also mentioned Shane Bieber and, you know, it could be one of those just connecting the dots type of deal where if Classe was already mentioned by someone, somewhat reputable you can throw shane bieber in there because it makes sense and based on what the dodgers have in the farm system or close you know in terms of hitting 
which is what the Guardians kind of always look for. They feel like they match up a little bit, right, Joe? Yeah, they do. And it's kind of interesting because uh, we've talked a few times that bullpen isn't necessarily at the top of the Dodgers needs list this offseason, but also you can never have too many good relievers. And Class A, uh, he's led the major leagues in saves each of the last two years. Uh, So he is a legitimate closer. It's kind of interesting that like he throws a million miles an hour and yet his strikeouts per nine was 7.9 last year. His strikeout rate was 21.2%, which is below league average. And uh, it's kind of wild. It's been higher at times. Like in 2022, it was 28.4, which is well above league average. But, uh, you know, this last year, his ERA was up. His FIP was up. His strikeout rate was down. His walk rate was up compared to, 2022 although not up compared to his whole career gave up more hits like he he had a successful season and obviously you know had the the league leading 44 saves he also had 12 blown saves you know like class a is one that i i don't know what to think about like how to get a handle on him uh but uh, obviously if the dodgers are interested in him they see something and obviously the stuff is is dynamite uh, maybe it's as simple as they think that they, they can unlock that next gear for him, uh, which they've done for some other pitchers. Uh, a lot of times it's simply usage. We saw it with Yancey Almonte in 2022. He came over, he started using his pitches different, and boom, he, he was a much better pitcher. Evan Phillips obviously has blossomed with the Dodgers. So it's not just starting pitchers that the Dodgers have success with. It's uh, It's also relievers, and so – Maybe Class A is one of those guys that they think with his stuff and our staff, we can make him into a truly elite reliever. And and, and Shane Bieber then is like, he's a former Cy Young Award winner who isn't bad these days, but he's not anywhere near Cy Young level. But I mean, as recently as 2022, he did, he finished seventh in the Cy Young voting. He got some Cy Young votes. And so he's not a bad pitcher. Uh, Mostly I'd be interested. I, I, I'm not opposed to the Dodgers getting Bieber or Class A. I'm really interested, though, to see what the return would be. I mean, I got to imagine it's Bush is one of the ones that might be going. And, you know, it's one of those where what are the Guardians looking for? For sure, they're always looking for hitting, cheap hitting. Uh, we've seen them make a lot of trades in recent years where they send a pitcher out and it's usually for young, cheap, controllable hitting. Has it's worked out to a certain extent? Not really. They're usually one of the you know lower in home runs and all that type of stuff. So I gotta imagine Bush would be part of it. And then you know the fact they're getting if in this case if it was two major league players back, plus you already need to clear space for Yamamoto. You know would they throw more more guys off the forty man on it? There's not as many. There's more arms than there are position players. But you know maybe Andy Pajes could be going. Maybe Bush and Varget. Like who knows? There 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 would be a variety of different ways for them to go about it. But uh, yeah, I think like class a, it's one of those where like, you know, teams like the guardians are known for maximizing pitching Dodgers Rays. But even between that, you see guys that don't necessarily work out, which, you know, the Dodgers have had guys that don't quite turn out the way they would. And they've gotten guys from the Rays that they've changed, you know, Evan Phillips that they've been able to change. And the Rays have gotten guys from the Dodgers that they've been able, you know, to get put, make better or, or different. And, you know, class A could be one of those types of guys. The main difference, you know, last year was one of his worst years in terms of ERA and like you said, strikeout rate and everything else from 2022 to 2023, he threw the cutter more through the slider less, but 
if you go back to 2021, he threw the cutter more than he did even last year, and he was good that year. So, yeah, who knows what's up with him? But with that type of stuff, you know, it, it, it you got that to the back of the bullpen with Phillips and, and Gratterall, and, you know, if Trinan or Fireisen and all those guys work out, uh, you're, you're adding, you know, pretty solid there. And then for Bieber, at this point, even if he's not a Cy Young candidate, he's not going to slot into the first two spots in the rotation anyways. He's a number, you know, three, four, five. And if that's your number three, four, five, you know, if he can remain healthy and, and everything from last year is better, I think that's probably going to help him be, you know, better pitcher anyways than coming to the Dodgers. So, yeah, it, it makes sense on paper for this trade. They need, well, kind of sense in the sense of they're going for luxury more so that they don't have too many needs right now. You know, a starting pitcher is kind of a need, but more of an inning leader type. This would be more of a high upside type than an inning leader maybe. But again, luxury, Emmanuel Classe, do they need him? No, but you know, what could they use him? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and Classe comes with potentially five years of team control because he's got three years left on his deal plus two team options uh, in 27 and 28. And so uh, there's a lot of value there. Uh, in fact, all of the value in this trade is basically Classe, which is ma- makes it trickier because trading how much do you trade for a reliever no matter how good a reliever is he's still a reliever and you know gonna pitch maybe 60 or 70 innings tops and so he's uh he's mad yeah 72 and two-thirds each of the last two years that's what class a is going to throw there's only so much value like i have a hard time seeing both bush and vargas being in this trade but yeah there probably will be if they were to pull this off there probably would be three guys on the 40-man roster included uh two to offset the two guys coming back and then one to make room for Yamamoto. So, you know, maybe it's Bush or Vargas highlighting it. And then, and maybe it is like Gus Farland and Brian Hudson, and then maybe a a prospect or two uh, to, to provide some more value. Uh, It'll be interesting to see though, because uh, it does seem like this trade makes sense. And we should point out that this isn't Jeff Passon or Ken Rosenthal reporting this. This is somebody who's doesn't have a name attached to it. And, uh, his Twitter handle suggests that, uh, a, you know, he's got a few thousand followers, uh, fewer followers than either of us, but more than, you know, uh, a fly by night reporter. Uh, and he did, I think this Twitter account had the Yamamoto news an hour or two before anybody else this last weekend. Uh, but that could have been, could have been luck, could have been real. We'll, we'll see if there's any, uh, fire where there's this smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like for me, it's, Bowden said it. That's reputable enough for Class A. And then if you had, like, we could have tweeted out that, oh, Dodgers like a Bieber Class A deal, and it like it makes sense. That, yeah. That's probably why. For anything, even if it's a not a real rumor, it's a definitely a topic of conversation for a potential trade for the Dodgers. So, yeah. All right, uh, Yamamoto has not been announced. There, you do have to make a forty-man move. Is it coming? Was the reports that we saw over the weekend wrong? We'll get into all that. So that's what's coming up. So keep it locked on, Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get your NFL betting season started with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. There's only two weeks left in the NFL season, but it's not too late for you to start your NFL betting season. So new customers get $150 right now in bonus bets. If you do a, if you win any $5 money line bet, that is picking one team to win. You put five bucks on it, you win, you get 150 bucks more to put on other things. 
somebody won $489,000 off a $5 bet over the weekend. So uh, there's definitely things out there that uh, bonus money could help you out with. So go check out FanDuel right now. Check out the app. The money line bet is for the bonus bet, but they got more spreads, player props, over-unders, you know, build out a, a parlay with multiple teams to win, multiple players to score, multiple over-unders, whatever you want. Go check it out at FanDuel right now. And if you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, you can get started and get that bonus bet deal. That's $150 in bonus bets with anyone in $5 money line bet. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day. If we're not your first listen of the day and you're not an everydayer, you can become one by listening or watching every day, especially in your mornings. If you're going to the gym, going to work, or uh, before you work, if you work from home, or you know, you're making the kids breakfast, whatever you're doing in the morning, throw us on. We're here for everyone through Friday for 30 minutes. Remember, Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day has two 24-7 streaming channels, Locked On Sports Los Angeles and Locked On Sports Today. On YouTube, they're streaming all day, got different stories and and different things to talk about throughout the world of sports and the world of L.A. sports. So go check it out. Uh, All right, Jeff. So there was a report over the weekend that Yamamoto's press conference would be Wednesday. Um, Like we mentioned earlier, it's Tuesday night, uh, heading close to 10 p.m. Nothing's been announced. I would imagine that nothing will be announced. Oh, he might officially be announced this late, potentially. Uh, but don't think it would be attached with the press conference. No concern, though, right? No, I'm not concerned at all. I think this really probably does have mostly to do with our last segment and making room for him on the Fordman roster. Uh, I think maybe maybe their goal was to have the press conference on Wednesday if they could uh, figure out the roster solution. But I think they're not in any hurry to just DFA Brian Hudson just so that they can have a press conference. Uh, and also... I think a press conference this week would probably mean uh, calling people in on their off days. Uh, I think that there's a lot of people around Dodger Stadium uh, who who have this week off. And so, you know, the people who would set up for a press conference, all of those things. Um, I my, my source tells me that basically the only uh, the only person around the stadium these days is one clubhouse attendant who lets Shohei Otani in and out every every day. Um, and other than that, it's it's kind of a ghost town. And so uh, maybe it never made sense to have the press conference on Wednesday. Uh, so it's hard to know. Like there, We never really had any Dodgers reporters or even American reporters reporting that this press conference would happen. It was uh, coming from Japanese reporters. And, you know, maybe that was, you know, conveyed to them that that's what they were shooting for. Maybe it was misunderstanding and maybe they're making stuff up. You never can tell. Uh, but in the end, like there's been less than zero indication that Yamamoto is that there's any issue or hold up with the contract. We haven't heard any rumblings about his physical having any issues or anything like that. It's simply the fact that the Dodgers aren't ready to announce it roster wise. And the fact that the reported news came out the Thursday before a holiday weekend leading into the dead week of the year in between Christmas and New Year's. So, yeah, I, you know, definitely not concerned in terms of when it gets done. And definitely would, pro- me personally, you know, would rather have it next week after the New Year uh, in terms of the press conference. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, there's 
everybody's throwing reports out these days. It feels like, especially on you know Twitter and the way Twitter is now. There was you know people I've seen a lot of different things like oh maybe a trade is coming. That's why you know whatever. The simple fact is yeah they they don't need to sign. Like there's no rule that says. If Jeff Passing reports that somebody you're signing somebody, you have to sign him within a week. We now have four days. Yeah. So they can, I mean, if they literally wanted to, they could wait until the 60 man DL or, or IL opens up realistically. They're not going to do that, but you know, they, they, there's no timetable for this. You know, there's nothing that shows that it's not going to happen. It's just a matter of getting caught in a time where, like you said, not a lot of people are working getting caught in a time where they're probably working to clear that roster spot in a more positive way than just letting somebody go. And at the very least, we know Yamamoto's in town. So, uh, you know, he went out to dinner with Otani the other night. Uh, people were, didn't, it wasn't at Nobu. It was with Nobu um, at another restaurant. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he, he's in LA. He, he was going to go to the Rams game enough to the point where they made him a Jersey that one night when the news was announced. So yeah, I don't see any, I don't think there's anything to be worried about other than, you know, there might be a trade coming maybe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, we've, we've heard uh, again, the Dodgers haven't said anything. And just like with Otani, you know, there were people clinging to hope that Dodgers haven't said anything about this. uh, So maybe there's a problem with the physical or whatever. And, and in the end it was always, you know, Occam's razor says the most likely explanation is usually the correct one. Uh, the simplest explanation is usually the correct one. And so the the simplest explanation here is it's it's December 26th. There's a lot of stuff going on that has nothing to do with baseball. And, uh, you know, there there's a dozen reasons why it doesn't make sense to have a press conference right now, none of which have any suggestion that there won't be the press conference eventually. Yeah, if there was something wrong with the physical, we would have heard about it because that opens him up to other teams and that opens him up, you know. They could tell the other teams and say keep it quiet, but realistically something like that's probably not gonna stay quiet. So Yeah. But yeah, um yeah, I mean no no concerns there. There's we'll get a press conference eventually and uh we'll see. I'm curious to see his personality. We we've read in a lot of the things about Yamamoto is that he is a little bit more of a bigger personality than Otani in terms of embracing the spotlight and everything else. So we'll see. Uh, you know, I am interested to see how he is. And and then, like you mentioned yesterday, like is he going to get his own interpreter? Is he, are the Dodgers going to hire Ipe as their their general interpreter? Uh, a lot more questions to be figured out. Yep. And, and so yeah, whenever that press conference happens, it'll be exciting. It'll be fun. Uh, I was hoping it would be on Wednesday, but yeah, doesn't look likely at this point. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of Otani specifically, he got number 17. Joe Kelly was number 17 last year, and there was a lot going on with what Joe Kelly would get for that number. Joe Kelly's wife, who was part of the campaign of hashtag Otake17 to Otani, offering up all the number 17 merchandise and things she had from the Dodgers. Uh, she got rewarded for for that campaign, and we'll talk about what it was. And what we would ask for if we had the chance to ask uh, to trade a number. So that's what's coming up. So keep it locked on Dodgers. Remember to become an everyday by listening or watching to us every single day, every Monday through Friday. You can find us wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube. Check out Locked On Sports today or Locked On Sports Los Angeles on YouTube, 24-7 streaming channel from the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
And remember, you can text with us, uh, become a Locked On Dodgers insider at joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Dodgers. Be part of an exclusive club. You'll get to talk to us, ask us questions, topics, things of that nature. Have direct access to us, which uh, isn't as easy as you may think sometimes. So make sure to do that and check that out. And uh, yeah, Jeff, let's talk about we saw a video from Joe Kelly's wife, Ashley, over the weekend, and there was a Porsche delivered to their house, and that Porsche was delivered on behalf of Shohei Otani, presumably for the number 17, and specifically to Joe Kelly's wife because of uh, her social media campaign to give up her husband's number 17 number if Otani was to join the Dodgers, and uh, that's what happened. She got rewarded with a brand-new car. She was excited. And for everything that was going to come down to and what, you know, Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly had mentioned, I think, with Dave, I say that he hadn't asked for anything yet. He had joked around that there was a list and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, all being said, a Porsche is not a bad way to go or Porsche. Yeah, I, don't not, know. I don't know how fancy you, you want to get on here. Yeah, I, I'm a Porsche guy, even though I do think it's probably a Porsche. But, you know, there's there's some words that my mouth can't say right so you That's know about my, my pay grade right now so exactly uh, if somebody wants to send us one i'll, I'll start <laughs> saying it right you know yeah. but uh i don't know if there's a porsche that i fit in i guess you know um it, I, my first thought was it kind of adds insult to injury to miguel vargas his struggles last year if he had been able to stick in the big leagues he would have been the one getting the porsche instead of joe kelly because miguel vargas had number 17 uh and, and maybe kelly would have given vargas something for the number when he, when the dodgers traded back for him i don't know but uh yeah, poor Miguel Vargas. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a, a longstanding tradition in baseball that you know when you are taking somebody's number that you give them something for it, even though ultimately you know it's up to the team. The team assigns numbers and they can do whatever they want with the numbers. But uh, Shohei Otani has been number seventeen his whole major league career, and Joe Kelly and his wife were happy to give it up. And uh, it seems like Otani probably surprised them. I did see, I don't know if you saw on social media that uh, Otani is doing a sponsorship deal with Porsche or a Porsche dealer or something. Uh, makes you wonder if he even paid for that Porsche that he gave Ashley Kelly or if it was uh, um, you know. it's a, if it's definitely Porsche said, Hey, how can uh, we make a viral campaign? And that's exactly how it happened. Yeah. I hope he didn't have to pay for it because Joe Kelly's making quite a bit more money than Shohei Otani this year. So, uh, you know, uh, that that's just not right. Contract-wise. Yeah, you know. Uh, it's uh, getting more from the Dodgers this year anyway. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's it's awesome, you know, and that it it's one of those things where, yeah, it probably was manufactured by Porsche, and it did the job because it's a, it's a great story, and every news outlet reported it. We're talking about it now on this podcast. Everybody's talking about it, and uh, I think everybody wants a Porsche a little bit more now. Uh, but, yeah, you know, what what would you give up or what would you ask for to give up your number events? Yeah, I've thought about this well, even in the past. And I think it's obviously going to be a matter of where I like if, if I was a rookie, you know, it might be something more money related. And if I was like somebody that's already made my money or more of a veteran, I think it definitely would be more service related. Like, hey, if I want a water, you got to go grab me a water. If you know, if I need some sunflower seed, like basically like kind of becoming my club, my clubhouse attendant, maybe not the whole season, but definitely, you know, maybe on all homestands or something like that, or on all road trips, you have to go make my coffee run for me. I think I would definitely try to make a service based if I was a veteran. And, uh, you know, I, I've had, 
different bets like that in jobs past, whether it's like fantasy football or whatever, where you have to go get my water or, or whatever for the day. And you know, it's kind of fun to have that power. Yeah. Giving up a number though. I don't know if you could get away with that because when you're giving up a number, it's almost always because the other person has a higher status than you. And so, you know, like it, it's hard for me to picture Shohei Otani agreeing to to be. I think he'd rather give Joe Kelly's wife a portion. It'd have to be to... like a veteran, like like Manny Ramirez wasn't always ninety nine, and when he came to the Dodgers, he was ninety nine. And if someone else like Otani was ninety nine, you know, would he give it up? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be interesting. You know, I like the car thing, uh, and you know, I, I I wouldn't want a Porsche uh, because I. That's not my style. Like I said, I, I don't know if there's any Porsche that I fit into. And uh, like, I it's about the opposite of the style of car I like. I like a car that looks nice, but not flashy, but is very comfortable on the inside. And I think that's kind of the opposite of a Porsche. Uh, so, you know, I, I the car I want right now is a Genesis G90. Uh, I, I drive an old Genesis right now. Um, and it's, it's getting up there. It's got close to 100,000 miles on it. I'm ready to upgrade. And so, you know, if, if anybody here, if... If, if I can give you something uh, that doesn't cost me anything and it's changed, you want to give me a Genesis G90, uh, I am on board with that deal. Uh, that would be my ideal. I, I think a car is the perfect thing because everybody needs a car. And even if you have a car, there's always a car. I I do hope that uh, Shohei at least like talk to Joe as part of this process. Like, hey, what, what kind of car do you think your wife would like? You know, it's got to be a Porsche because they're the ones giving this car away. But, you know, you know, I hope he at least got some input because, like, I always see those commercials, like the the Christmas commercials, where somebody wakes up and there's a car in the driveway with a bow on it. I got you a car for Christmas, and like, I feel like in real marriages, if a husband got his wife a car for Christmas, he would get murdered that day because, like, it's like, a you just spent our money on my Christmas present, and I didn't even get to have any input on what I got. Like, so uh, I I do hope that that at least there was some input from the Kellys on, on what car she got. Uh, but you know, obviously, uh, anything worst case scenario, she can sell it and, and buy whatever car she does want. But, uh, yeah, car, cars are a tricky gift. Uh, so I, I think that it would need to be, uh, with some input, what specific car do you want? Uh, you know, a lot of times the gifts are like, it's a Rolex or something. It's like, how many, if, if you're a watch person and Rolexes you know, can appreciate in value while cars don't for the most that, part. That, that's true. But like, if you're a watch person and you don't already have a Rolex, I guess you appreciate that. But it's like, you know, most of the time it's probably, I got a Rolex. It's going to go in a box on a shelf and I'll break it out at the, you know, the 20 year world series reunion. When we come out, I'll put on my world series ring and the, and the Rolex that Shohei gave me for giving up his number or whatever, you know, uh, like a lot of, it seems like a lot of these things are more symbolic than actually practical and that's what i did like about the porsche is that it's well a porsche isn't practical in terms of when compared to other cars it's a car you know and and people need cars and so it's a practical gift that it's a gift that will actually get used uh unlike maybe a rolex or or something like that yeah i'd have them hire me a driver for the season which is probably you know paying around the same price we would have paid for a car anyways and that way i don't have to worry about driving yeah, and that's the nice thing about the Genesis G90 because it's got the reclining back seat, so you can have a driver, you can ride around the back seat like the Lincoln lawyer, except call yourself the Genesis lawyer or the Genesis podcaster. That I'll, I will officially legally change my name to the Genesis podcaster if somebody buys me a Genesis G90. 
yeah, that'll work. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else, you know. Yeah, watch is usually one of the things. It has to be some, like for me, it has to be something of like, all right, cool. What can I get out of you? That's not just, oh, I can open my checkbook for it. Um, I don't know what else it would be, but it definitely would be something that it might, it would just be like, all right, something that's going to make it worth it for a season. Yeah. Honestly, I think a lot of the value in this for Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly is currently playing for stories to tell his grandkids, you know, and Shohei Otani is going to be one of those guys who 60 years from now, people will still like the, the way we talk about Willie Mays or Babe Ruth or Ted Williams, you know, those guys, people are going to talk about Shohei Otani that way. And, and Joe Kelly now will forever get to tell his grandkids, uh, Shohei Otani bought your grandma a Porsche in exchange for me giving up my number. Like, and so it doesn't matter if it's a Porsche, if it was a Rolex or anything, Joe Kelly's part of the history books now. And I think that's really what, you know, most of his career is for at this point. Uh, but definitely this moment for him is more about the association with Otani and being linked to him than anything else. And I mean, he joked about, uh, you know, when he talked about giving up the number 17, how, you know, my number was never going to be retired and now I will be retired at, you know, at our stadium. And he can always say he was the last one before Otani to wear number 17. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, Jeff, there wasn't much else going on. You got anything else where we head into tomorrow? No, I expect uh, Wednesday to be kind of a, a newsy day for the Dodgers uh, because I do think, we're going to start seeing at least some more smoke on some of these trade rumors. Uh, hopefully we'll, we'll start getting some, some idea when they're going to have the, the press conference for Yamamoto, all this stuff. So uh, I, I think as we get closer to the new year, the hot stove will start heating up. We saw a couple signings in major league baseball. I know uh, uh, Martin Maldonado signed with the white Sox. I think there was another, Oh, uh, Kevin Kiermaier went back to the blue Jays. So things are starting to get moving a little bit. Uh, we, we may have to do a segment on Cody Bellinger one of these days because it's kind of interesting that the lack of market that he's had. And I know I noticed he was trending on, on social media today simply because the Blue Jays were theoretically one of his suitors and they re-signed Kevin Kiermaier, which presumably means they're out on, on Bellinger. And so there are, uh, you know, we may do a Bellinger segment at some point. Yeah, definitely possible. Definitely coming up. Remember, if you have any topics or ideas or thoughts, there's a you can join us at joinsubtext.com slash lockdown dodgers, and you can get it exclusively sent to us, or you can uh, wait a little bit and find out how you can send it to us and not be as exclusive. But thank you all for listening. Thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day. Make sure to find us where we found podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, be notified every time our episodes are ready. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports Today or Locked On Sports Los Angeles 24-7 streaming channels that are on YouTube from the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter at Snydog. I'm at Vincent's 91. You can DM either one of us for any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, topics, um, the non-exclusive way. You can also send that via email, LockedOnDodgers at gmail.com or via voicemail text at 323-863-5625. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be here with us when you get in your car or if you're at home. Text Smart Advice Way Podcast, Lockdown Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow.